Hi, I'm Lindsay Moore and welcome to my podcast, In Conversation with SMEs or Seriously Motivated Entrepreneurs. Founder of Agnes Marketing, I'm a business development and marketing advisor to small businesses, accounting for over 99% of the UK economy. Our small businesses are quite literally the backbone of our economy. And it's these entrepreneurial business owners who will be driving us forward as they always have. So in these challenging times, my aim through this podcast is to bring inspiration, motivation and energy to those looking to start, scale or pivot their business by hearing the stories of others who have been brave, followed their heart, kept their nerve and grown something quite remarkable. I had such a great time recording this interview with Johnny Bongo, co-founder of Bongo's Bingo. We chat about the explosion of Bongo's Bingo since it burst into life in 2015 as a bingo rave night in Liverpool and how it's become a global success with almost 50 locations worldwide. We talk about the Monday night pub quiz he used to run back in the day at the shipping forecast in Liverpool, where the rounds were interspersed with challenges like how many hot and spicy chicken wings you can put away. And we talk about the little gems you find when you clear out your loft, in particular, my Elvis sunglasses, which I think he wanted for himself, actually. Enjoy. Johnny, thanks so much for being here today. I'm just so pleased to be talking to you. No, it's good to talk. Good to see you. Thanks ever so much. Well, one of the reasons, well, there's many reasons I want to talk to you, Johnny, but basically, aside from Bongo's Bingo being my, like, favourite night out, as a small oh, yeah. business owner myself and um, as an advisor to small businesses, I just find what, you know, I look at you with what you've achieved as a business, really, and I just think it's so amazing. And I'm just really looking forward to talking to you a bit about that and asking you a bit more about that today. For people who may not be aware of Bongo's Bingo, I know you started it, obviously, in 2015, and it was like a bingo rave night in Liverpool that you put on. And it's just grown phenomenally now, hasn't it? So you're in almost 50 venues internationally. And some months you do 130 shows. For people who may not have been to a bongos bingo and experienced it, how would you how would you describe it? Um, it's always a tough one. Uh, trying to, you know, you've been yourself and, you know, obviously trying to explain to people what it's like can be quite hard and without sounding uh, like a bit cheesy. You, you kind of do have to, kind of go to 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 see what it's all about uh but in its simplest form like it's it's still bingo that's one thing that's been really really important is that you know people's there's there's been other theme bingo nights and people you know different things like you know musical bingo or whatever but one of the reasons why i think it's been successful is the fact that we've stuck to bingo you still will play by the normal rules and then it's just everything else that that um, is added into it. So, you know, music and crazy prizes and just good fun, really. Oh, do you know, I I mean, it, it, if I can explain to you my experience of it, because I, I knew it was going to be a great night out, but I mean... You didn't, you didn't get thrown out, did you? No. I didn't get, not this time, <laughs> didn't get thrown out this time, no. But 
I mean, you you get there and the place is bouncing, isn't it? So there's like people on the benches and the music is just like inspired. Like, you, you know, you'd be dancing to a 90s rave track one minute and then sing Hosanna and then, you know, <laughs> S Club 7. And it it's bouncing and it's like, you, you know, you're, you're having an amazing time. And then you'll go eyes down and then everyone just sits down and then is on, is on their bingo dabbers and the... You can hear a pin drop in the place, you know, and obviously the theme and the the sort of the focus is the bingo. But I th- I feel that it's like it's the, it's an evening of contrasts completely, isn't it? Absolutely. So you'll be dancing and then you'll be playing bingo and then you'll be given an amazing prize like a thousand pounds or a holiday or a jar of apple sauce. You know, it's yeah. like. It's just, and it's just it's inspired and I'd, I'd love to sort of ask you about how 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 did it come about and where do you get your where do you get your ideas for all that craziness so when it started I, I i used to do a pub quiz in liverpool um and i did that for about five years and it was more you know it was on a much smaller scale it was in a bar called the shipping forecast yeah. and it was just called johnny bongo's monday night pub quiz and it got like a real sort of cult status and you'd have, it would be packed. The pub would hold about two, 300 people. And I mean, it would be packed every Monday night. And this was, I did this for years. And, and the idea behind it was like, I used to love going to pub quizzes. I used to love it. But sometimes I felt that, you know, that could be just a little bit boring or a little bit stale. So all my concept was, was just breathing life of a little bit of creativity into this pub quiz and a lot of the elements that are at the bingo were in this quiz so you know you'd have really like nostalgic music really eclectic mix you know you'd have sort of mad bonus rounds where people from each team would get up and you know you know make make uh clothes out of newspaper or chicken wing eating challenge or just whatever and then you'd have you know in the middle of it the music round you'd have a rave and it was just the sort of you know some of the questions you know were just normal questions and then some of them would be a bit sort of off the cuff like which is the better vianetta like original or mint do you know that by the way <laughs> which is the better vianetta original that's oh, correct actually, answer, yeah no no, no, no that, that was right you were right <laughs> don't go down the <laughs> they just tried but, to mess with it didn't they <laughs> so that was the that was the kind of so i did this quiz and and i'd been doing it for for years and and i wanted to do another night i wanted to come up with another another concept and bingo had been on my mind and also speed dating as well i had this idea of doing like a sort of alternative speed speed dating night anyway i went with a bingo and and i i um it's funny i'm, I'm a guy that I, I knew called josh burke who's my who's the yeah. my business partner where we're co-owners of the bingo um he was running club nights and in, in in liverpool and he had, he had came to me and spoke to me saying i want to do some event with you you know and anyway the the bingo was born out of that and all the sort of elements from because again bingo is is a good game i've you know i've played in gala or mecca or wherever it's fun but sometimes it can be a little bit stale and a little bit boring so just by breathing in you know a different spin on it i think that's that's the most important thing with it absolutely and for me like it just your whole like it just oozes authenticity as well. So like my my mum, one of the pieces of advice she always gave to us like forever is just be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. If you're true to yourself, 
you know, you won't go far wrong. And it, to me, it feels like Bongo's Bingo is you and your mates being totally true to yourself. Sitting down, thinking about what you'd the type of night almost that you'd really like to go to, and what you'd laugh because some of it's quite edgy, isn't it? And sort of can be a yeah. bit raw, but, but it's the it, but it all works because I think it feels to me that you're just being yourself, and it's just oh, out there. Um, is that is that fair? Is no, it no, you you no, you've really really hit the the nail on the head because like you know yeah, there can be a couple of you know jokes that might be a wee bit raunchy or but but none of it's done done for that reason you know a lot of a lot of the shows and it's it's the same you know now we have you know i think it's nine hosts and you know a lot of the hosts are a little bit different in their style but some can be a little bit more sort of edgy than others but everyone the the key thing is being yourself and we're like on stage i'm up there with like my best mates and i'm working with my best mates and my business partner we're all and i think again that's another reason why it's it's worked we've created something that we would like to go to and it's never been, you know, it's never been a, you know, although it's it's successful and, and it yeah. makes money, it's never been a, right, let's, you know, let's like really milk this and try and make as much money as possible because then it wouldn't have worked. You know, for me, well, it's probably a, a bad side on a business business level. You know, I just sort of go wild. I'm not worried about budgets. I'd, I'd give as much money away every night, but I was my, my business partner. He's the sort of the, the business side of it. So he's sort of reining it back. Look, here's profit and loss sheets i'm like i don't even know what that is what's that about and uh you know we, so we've we've created something where we want to give the best experience to the customers and you know you know try and give as much back so all the all the ticket money comes in most of that is back on prizes and and, and budget for set and production and we've just tried to grow it and and as you're saying about the night going up and down the whole the whole night it's, it never stays the same i think another reason why it's been so popular is there's nothing really else like that, and and w- the way we've been sort of looking at it at the moment is is that it's almost a form of escapism. Like people aren't on their phones. You don't have time to be like, you know, because you're concentrating on bingo one minute, then a nineties banger comes on and you're standing up, and then the numbers and and the whole night you don't you don't have time to keep up. And sometimes if you sort of switch off a bit, you'll just be like, hold on, what's going on? There's a Henry Hoover there. What are we doing? What and you know, so the the because you've got that in it no one's on their no one's on their phones really you know everyone's really focused and everyone's on the same on the same sort of level because you know we on stage don't take ourselves seriously you know we're i don't really class myself as a dj or a performer or a comedian our dancers are just my mates dressed up having a laugh you know they're not professional drag artists they're just like we want to sit people in the crowd to watch us on stage and go they're having a laugh so you know we don't yeah. it's not like it's, we're not like look at us everyone sit down it's kind of like look at us do what we're doing get involved and, and, that and really, that's really important and it really comes across that because it feels like there's nothing pretentious in the slightest about it no. is there? i mean when i went i think there was someone on my table who was having an 18th and then there was someone was like a set there was a 70th going on and yeah. and then everyone goes home at 11 o'clock it's kind of like a well it, it's like a perfect package, I think, because sometimes when you go out, well, obviously that's a, that's an important thing is it appeals to everyone and you don't, you know, at the very, very start, when we first started for the, the first maybe year, I think anyone over 30 sort of thought, oh, is this a student thing? I don't know what this is. Yeah. And, you know, that was never what it was geared at, but it's the first night we did was a Thursday night, which was sort of synonymous with students going out. 
but then it was the kind of thing where people were like oh my mum my dad will like this and bring them along and they're going oh your granny and granddad would like this so we do have all generations and all different sort of you know it's not pretentious and especially one thing that works as well is that you know for people that don't maybe usually like we would be one that would be first on the dance floor or kind of you know when when you're there everyone's just on the same wavelength so yeah. you kind of just get sucked into it so if you're not the kind of person that's like oh that's not for me i don't want to be up dancing or you know but when you go it's hard not to get caught up on it because if you're the only one sitting down then that's <laughs> where you look you look out of place then rather than dancing up with everyone else no absolutely and do you think that it's that sort of you know you were saying about the authenticity and just it's you and your mates being do you think that's really what's made it the success because you almost haven't tried you haven't been trying too hard in in that respect yeah to to, yeah to an extent you know we're we always we try hard as as in making the show as 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 best as we can but you know it's not try hard and i know what you mean how many people do you have on a is it like a thousand people of a night so yeah so our 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 venues our venues are all different but they're usually yeah from around seven eight hundred the liverpool venues uh it's nine hundred so yeah so let me ask you then um have you always been creative you know have you always come up with these mad ideas yeah i think well i don't know i think i've always just wanted to i've, I've probably haven't necessarily had the drive to do something on a, of a, a creative level i've always worked in bars and restaurants and you know different offices and stuff but i've always had a little bit on the side whether that be djing or doing my pub quiz or doing a bit of hosting or emceeing and stuff like that so i've always uh, sort of delved into it a little bit and and i ended up um through the quiz getting some work on uh juice fm which is capital now so i started getting a little bit of radio work in again nothing that i'd ever sort of necessarily wanted to do but i really enjoyed it and a lot of opportunities came from that and at, at one point i sort of thought you know, if, if the bingo had never happened, I think I probably would have went down a, a route of maybe radio. Um, but I don't know whether it's it's luck or fate or, or whatever you would call it, but things certain doors have always opened and, you know, from little things that I've done, you know, and from, you know, an early age, my mom was always said, oh, you're going to be on the telly, you're going to be on the telly. And I'm like, no, that's not necessarily something I want to do, or you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And then, you know, through the bingo, um it's it's kind of let me sort of be myself and be creative and kind of and people and people have really loved what we're doing it's a tough one to explain like i don't i've never wanted to be a star or a celebrity or but the fact that what i'm doing is i'm really enjoying it i get to make people laugh and people really happy and also the people that we work with everyone loves their job everyone's you know really invested on what the bingo is and the ethos of the company so that in itself make, makes me really happy. So you never set out to run a global business? No, no. My, my, business, my business partner, on the other hand, he, he has. He's always yeah. wanted to have, you know, he's got a real um, entrepreneurial sort of like drive. And, you know, he's always, he did business in, in, uh, in university. And he's always been in the events industry and he's always for really forward thinking. Over the years, we've kind of realized that although I'm sort of this creative one, my business acumen, I've kind of been all right as well. You know, for him, uh, he's come up with a lot of stuff and sometimes I have to rein him back on a level the way he reins me back. I sort of say, oh, well, let's take our time. And 
and we've really we've probably learned a lot of of each other um and i think that's one of the key things as well you know the fact that if we had I'd started this up with someone very similar to myself it probably wouldn't have done anything you know whereas if or if josh had set this up with someone like himself i think the fact that we've got a completely different skill set and we're learning off each other um, yeah. is amazing you know from where from where we were at the start you know it was josh that wanted to expand the business and i'm thinking oh listen we've got a good thing on here in liverpool you know this is great and he's yeah. going no look manchester leeds let's do it let's do it and i'm going like whoa no that's they, they won't like it there. they only like it in liverpool so he's pushing me to, to sort of do stuff and, and, and it worked and you know the same the same thing you know with him with like i've come up with lots of concepts and you know it's yeah. worked really well on the business note and how how do you find that in different cities do you feel that on the whole everyone is up to it or do you, do you notice like different vibes going on with different locations and do things work for some cities that don't work for the others or yeah i think it's um it's tailored a little bit when when we first you know first couple of years i was the only host so i was doing five shows a week you know across across the country on 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 a usual week it would be manchester on a tuesday leeds wednesday uh, Liverpool Thursday, Newcastle Friday, and London on a Saturday, and I did that for about a year. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was tough going. But your difference, like your 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 Newcastle's, your Glasgow's, you know, Liverpool, real sort of working class cities, you know, industrial, like really good sense of humour, and it goes down well there. And, but you know, the same for London. The thing now that we've got a number of different hosts, we can tailor them. Yeah. You know, one of our hosts, Rich Furness, real scouser, real broad, who actually goes down really well in Manchester. Um, like they love him there, even though he does the scouse thing and you know, certain numbers he's putting, you know, Mo Salah up on the screen and trying to stir it up a little <laughs> bit. But it's all in good form. But then, you know, when he's done London, it's it might be a wee bit too. People might not get him the same way. So, you know, we've got a host from Brighton that does that does um he does London. Whereas if we put the host from Brighton up in Glasgow, they'd be like, oh, who's this Southerner? So, but as far as the actual event, you know, you tailor it to a little, a bit to each city, you know, um, but with maybe the music and stuff, but really as a package, it kind of, it kind of works um, universally. What do you enjoy most and what do you think, well, what, what, probably what you're glad you've got Josh for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. For me, you know, I really, I really struggle with, the sort of accounting, the, the account side and the staff inside and, and, you know, it works well because we've almost got our own team. So the, the guys that I look after will be the dancers, the hosts, the, the technicians for, you know, the lightning sound technicians. And then yeah. Josh is dealing with, you know, all our marketing team, all our expansion team. Yeah. Um, but th to be honest, there's not even, even though I'm not really clued in on, on Josh's side, it's not, there's not really much I don't really find there's much negatives yeah you know it's it's just maybe something that I get bored too quick you know if I'm in a meeting about marketing you know yeah. 10 minutes and I'm just like <laughs> what whereas if Josh was in a meeting with me about you know for 10 minutes about what kind of color unicorn we're going to give away it'd be like no, I'm not I'm wasting my time <laughs> can't believe anyone would think that was a waste of time that's not exactly unicorn <laughs> chat I was a uh, I was a bit of a, a digress. 
I was thinking about your prizes actually at the weekend because we were clearing out our loft and there was an old Henry Hoover up there. And I know you nice. give away a few Henry Hoovers. Yeah, and then it, just as well, you cannot see the room I'm sat in now because there's things that my husband would have just thrown everything away. But I'm like, oh, I can't throw that away. So my, my study at the moment is like a holding area for for like random things that I wouldn't let him put in the tip, but I'm not even sure the charity shop would have. <laughs> so, I'm not, so I'm thinking. I might have know, to have a little look through there. There could be some there could be some gold there. Do you want me to show you one? What have you like got? It. Right, let's have a look. Hold on. Right. I'm looking at, first of all, the Elvis glasses. Right, okay. Yeah, the not doing it. Not I, honestly, really I think you're not great in them. This is my particular favourite. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's a porcelain dog that I bought at the charity shop as a right. secret Santa. But it's too good. It's so bad, it's too good to give away. Well, I was just in a charity shop and there was this, a bit like that, a porcelain dog on a wooden plinth. And it had this plaque on it that said, To Debbie, happy birthday, love mum. And I right. thought, oh, my God, that's random. So I thought, what's the odds on someone walking into the shop looking for a present for their daughter who's called Debbie yeah. and finding this dog that looks just like their daughter's dog? And I'm thinking, who's going to buy that? <laughs> so I just I went up now. I thought, I've got to buy it. So I went up and the woman, the two women behind the counter went, God, this has only been out three days. We just didn't think it'd sell, you know, because it was so specific <laughs> to Debbie and her dog. And I went, I'm amazed you've had it three days. I'm 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 made up with it. So they were like, We've got loads more like that out the back if you want. Anyway, I digress. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, what's your biggest high, would you say? What's been what's been the best bits of the last five years for you? Um, there's a number of things that the one of the first times we put our tickets on to online, to selling tickets online. Um, that was a massive thing for us. We were probably about a year in, a year and a half in, and it used to just be pay on the door. Okay. Um, but what was happening was we were, it was when we were only doing Liverpool. It might not have even been, it might have only been maybe six months in. And the, the show started at eight, doors opened at six, and people would just pay. And once it was full, it was full. But what was happening was we were turning away over a thousand people. So there, so there would be two, there would be two thousand people queuing around the corner, and and then the 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 bouncers would go down the line with a clicker, just before the doors open, and then say, right, that's where it stops. All you guys, sorry, you're not getting in. And it like, although that's a great feeling, to, you know, that that's how popular the event is it wasn't fair you know turning those people away and what was happening as well was people were arriving so early people were coming from like you know three four o'clock just to get in the queue before the doors and then they were drinking in the queue and by the time they got in they were so made up that they got in they were just firing the shots back so by the time show started you know people were just paralytic everywhere so um we put the tickets online and i remember you know, I, I remember that first night where they got released and the, the website crashed and it turned out we were trying to sell 5,000 tickets and we had, I think it was three to 400,000 people logging in to get those 3,000 tickets. And it, although it was stressful because right after they'd gone, they'd literally gone and, you know, by the time 
someone had clicked them and they'd gone in someone's basket. That meant that they were sold out. So they were sold out within a couple of seconds. But then everyone started kicking off. Like, what? How come they're sold out so quick? There's no tickets. You know, they've never, they just give them to their mates. Um, so that was amazing. And that was what it's been like. Every ticket release, they go on and they go. Um, so that's that's always a high. Uh, trying to think. When we did, we did Australia. We did our first tour of Australia about two or three, two years in maybe. Um, and me, Josh, and, uh, a few of the dancers and a technician, we went out to, to do four sold out shows around Australia. Like that was just wow. surreal. Oh my you know, gosh. Like really, really, really crazy. You know, from something that's just started as a laugh and something, yeah. you know, the, when it started to snowball. And the, and the thing is as well, the, the probably the overall high for me is just how much people really love it. You know, it's very, very rare, you know, that we get any negative feedback. I think we've got something like a couple of thousand reviews on Facebook and we've got like five-star rating or 4.9 or something. You know, it's just so humbling and it's just, you know, I don't know, it's, it, I have to pinch myself sometimes just to... Huh? To, to see it feel how, how lucky I am they've started something you know that people love and it's just good fun and popular everywhere we go oh well and it will continue to be so this, this so this year's been I mean we're recording this on the 27th of August so it's just before the bank holiday weekend and um in 20 the famous year of 2020 so you've got your first live events for this year well yeah. not first. You've, had, you've stopped in March, didn't you? But you've got your first live event since uh, COVID all kicked off. That must be just really exciting for you, thinking about that this weekend. Yeah, I think um, having that in the in the diary has been something to sort of look keep keep focused on. Like on a on a personal level, I've really really struggled um, over the lockdown, not doing anything. You know, it's been obviously great to spend so much time with the family and and but. You know, not for me being having done five years of you know, a lot of shows, a lot yeah. of adrenaline buzzes every week, you know, to just mm -hmm. have nothing and also have no sort of real end in sight of when, you know, we are the you know, the defense industry has been crippled with the whole pandemic. And, you know, it's tough because we don't really know when the end is in sight. We've just released our, uh, we're releasing this weekend our December tickets, obviously social distance and, and you know but so i've got that in the in the pipeline as well but yeah these first shows they're in newcastle they're in a social socially distance arena that they've built in the newcastle race course where basically everyone's got a section a platform so it's two and a half thousand people all separated in groups of five in these little uh like almost pens wow. and uh it looks good. I'm just buzzing. It's a festival, big uh, festival stage, and Newcastle's amazing. The, the crowd up there is just brilliant. So I'm I'm just like absolutely buzzing for it. Again, it's, it's like it's so lucky that what we do is with is get to work with all our mates. So that in itself, with the lockdown, yeah. you know, I haven't seen, I haven't, you know, I'm so used to spending pretty much most of my time with these group of lads. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't, this is the first time we'll be getting in the van and going somewhere to do a gig. So, like, it almost will be for me, because, you know, mostly now I just do Liverpool. I'll do, you know, the the occasional sort of show maybe in, in Ibiza or Dubai. 
but you know we've got all our hosts that are designated to different cities so it's actually going to be a bit of a blast from the past getting in the van and going like on the road which was some of the best times of bingo some of the messiest times but like uh, but just like real camaraderie Oh, Newcastle are in for one hell of a day. A yeah, night I can't wait. Sunday. They really are. Oh, my God. You'll be back with a vengeance. Um, and just to finish then, I'd like to ask you, what what advice would you give anyone um, who's who's got... Um, who's who's thinking of like maybe they're not even thinking of starting a business but like you said maybe they've got a side hustle going on or you know what advice would you give to some anybody who's uh starting out really um it's probably a bit of a it's probably a bit of a cliche um but to always just sort of give everything a go and you know surround yourself with the right sort of people um as i said like if you're if you're going into something with you're going to maybe have get a business partner or set up a business team you know look at people that have different skill sets there's absolutely no point in doing something with someone that can just do exactly the same as you and don't bring anything else to the table like although that can be a bit harsh sometimes maybe if but you know you want to have as much strings to your bow is that right yeah. strings to your bow it is yeah yeah is yeah it? i'm just yeah. using all i'm just using all the cliches that i've heard in the apprentice for the years <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be a one-trick pony. You want to have as many strings to your bow, uh, and you always just want to give, you know, just give every, give everything a go. You know, obviously, I haven't been the most driven, and I've got, you know, quite lucky, and that's because I've got someone beside beside me who is, and he pushes me to 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 you know come up with more stuff, and um, so yeah, I just think there's there's no point in life not, you know, like the stuff for the quiz and the bingo, you know, we we do stuff that excites you as well, and do stuff that you know. If with the bingo, I, I'm, when I'm in the zone of wanting to come up with stuff and do stuff, and when I'm really enjoying it, that's when most of my good ideas come from, you know. And I'm just having such a laugh, and you know, coming up with like I know it sounds simple, but like right, let's do give away Henry Hoover's, let's do this, let's do this. People will love it, and you know, it always all that stuff comes from when you're actually enjoying what you're doing. Absolutely. I don't well, know if any of that made sense. It did. It made complete sense. Just do what you love and keep on doing it basically and surround yourself with people who can who are better than you at the things um, you can't do unless, unless you're going to start a home baking company i think uh, the, the, the the market's fluctuated there over lockdown everyone's on the home baking maybe don't do that yeah no no don't yeah no don't get into business suits that's another one it's uh, <laughs> not the best idea oh johnny th- i've really really enjoyed chatting to you thanks so much and i know you've got hey, no problem weekend ahead of you and i'm i just wish oh, i just i just thought of, i've thought of one more thing oh yeah when you're when you're doing agreements and deals make sure everything's written down on contracts or you'll end up in a big lawsuit in high court with camp and furnace so that is an important would have all been so much easier if things were just written down properly always get the but we we want it we want anyway so it doesn't matter i know you've done well and onwards and upwards for you honestly it's it's i can't wait well if i'm if i manage to get the tickets when they go online tomorrow i'll i'll be i'll be trying we'll see but listen thank you so much for sparing the time it's been hey, no really, problem. Really, really great talking to I'll, you and i'll maybe you. give i'll maybe give elvis glasses a little run out see if people like them as a prize but i'm not yeah. too sure you want them they're here i mean i don't mind they could be part of your next sort of step to you know you just don't know no, where I they just, i was just being polite i was just being polite <laughs> 
Oh, thanks, Johnny. Well, listen, you take care. Hey, no and problem. I'll Good to talk to you. you. Thanks a million. Thanks for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of In Conversation with Seriously Motivated Entrepreneurs. I'm on a bit of a mission to provide help and support to small businesses. As well as my podcast, I'm working hard to provide lots of helpful and practical advice to help small businesses get really good at business development and marketing. From free masterclasses and cheat sheets to downloadable guides and consultancy sessions. If you would like to access this information, it's all available on my website, agnesmarketing.co.uk. And if you'd like to join our Facebook community of other small businesses looking to access and share marketing advice, tips and support, please search for Small Business Marketing School on Facebook groups. And would you mind if I asked you something? If you've liked what you've listened to today, can you please rate, review and subscribe to this podcast as it will help other businesses to find it? And it might just be the inspiration and motivation they need at this moment in time. Thanks so much. 